0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the 36 Chambers of Crypto Taxes podcast, where we not only talk about crypto taxes, but we talk about the blockchain industry as a whole because Lord knows you do not want to listen to podcasts. All they do is talk about taxes. And we wanna, and you know, we want to highlight great people that's doing great things within the industry in hopes that you will all learn something from it and learn that there's life after taxes, but also you have to learn that there is taxes. But overall, we want you to just know what's going on in the blockchain industry. And I'm going to be a little biased with our next guest because he's also part of a member of the greatest fraternity in the world, Cap Office Fraternity Incorporated. Um, J. Yo, R. yo. Yeah, yo, yo. Um, so we got introduced probably about a year ago with uh, another fraternity brother. And we just had a conversation about crypto, cannabis, running a tax business. And this brother's just super smart, man. He's like the Tony Starks, a.k.a. Iron Man of the Avengers of uh, Countessy. You know, he owns his Appreciate businesses, them. uh, very smart. And also he finds time to, you know, do some great positive things in the world. So it's also it's definitely a pleasure. It's an honor. And with all our um, podcast, guys. We are not giving no investment tips. We are not giving no financial advice. All we want to simply do is just expose you to something that you may not know what's going on in the blockchain industry. So Jayon, thank you for coming on today.
1: Please introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you for the invite. And thank you for the uh, the gracious uh, uh, introduction. <laughs> I wish my wife could have heard that. Um <laughs> Jayon Dennis, CPA by trade, uh, been in public accounting for 20 plus years now. Um, I got introduced to the blockchain space back in 2016. Uh, looking at it from a, a disruption in the financial services uh, arena. Um, fast forward to 2019, um, opened up a um, asset management company. Uh, earlier part of 2020, opened up a uh, asset management company. Um, called Center Block Asset Management, focused primarily on utilizing smart contracts for digital assets. Um, that company uh, metamorphed into uh, helping and representing a lot of uh, professional athletes as well as entertainers and actors um, who were interested in introducing or creating NFTs and bringing NFTs to the world. So through Center Block, we, we were able to create a on-ramp called Proximy, which was a the technology that made this simplification of minting um nfts and the creation and kind of cookie cutter the smart contract creation for placing items or communicating directly or minting to the blockchain so um yeah so that's where we are now um we have um, several dozen professional athletes and entertainers that we work with and that we uh you know that we on ramp for we're we're actually coming out with uh, a couple of new projects, which are interesting um, in the authentication place um, that we're going to be able to tie, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, be able to tie physical assets um, directly to um, the blockchain. So,
0: So, you know, with the media, especially with popular media, I feel like when crypto or blockchain is going up, it's like the greatest and best news, but when it's going through a so-called crypto winter, it's like doom and gloom. We told you so. We told you so. So, like, I guess, like, what is your views now? Um, what's going on with the industry?
1: I I love it. Um, you know, to your point, I think uh, just like any any financial industry or market, it's going to have a correction period. Mm-hmm. Um, if you recall, you know, I, I hate using this parallel, but this is a parallel that's used a lot when it comes to crypto. The earlier years of the internet, right? You huh. had you had the big boom, you had, you know, people making a lot of money in the first beginning, the early adopters, and then you had this crash and people were saying, yeah, see, I told you you wouldn't be watching movies and having radio shows on the internet, like, you know, or getting mail through the internet, right? So you had these naysayers um, and it cleaned the industry up a lot. Um, but what was, what's very important, um, I think as a parallel um, is um, as it relates to crypto is that even though we're in this correction period um, there's still a lot of building and investing happening Um, so to me that's a clear indicator that you know crypto um, is here to stay Um, obviously the traditional markets banking um, find this very um, uh, threatful because it taps into their network or disrupts their network Um, So if you have a network of more peer-to-peer, trustless transactions taking place, and that network grows and continues to grow, then there's no need to have, you know, these centralized banking functions. Um, And so you're going to have a lot of fuel thrown onto that. Um, um, Once there's a correction period, you're going to have the naysayers, i.e. these banks and financial institutions who are saying, see, I told you, so keep your money with us. Uh, or, you know, finance and transact with us.
0: So if I'm a superstar athlete, it's the year 2027. Like, how would these NFTs look by then? The correction is already corrected. We're we're a little more advanced because every month Mm -hmm. it just the advancement. is just crazy. How would it look for a superstar athlete or any athlete in 2027
1: NFTs? Yeah, it's very similar to, um, you know, think of Web2, social media, you know, mm-hmm. when we say social media, we're, we're saying it's full spectrum of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, right? So think of all that metamorph now into, you don't need to, you know, you own that information. Like right now, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, they allow you to on rent for free mm-hmm. because the information and data that you're putting on that is what they're monetizing to trillions of dollars, Right. So, imagine you as a professional athlete or just a regular person, um, a non professional athlete, um, you now have control and ownership of that, right? So, you're talking about someone like, you know, let's say the Kardashians that have, you know, hundreds of millions of followers. Um, They're only able to monetize off those hundreds of millions of followers based on advertising, right? Based on Instagram's you know, mm-hmm. um, um, algorithm, right? Like that calculates and say, Hey, this is what you're worth. But now what if they own 100, you know, of those, 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 uh, if they own all of that data, they own the direct connection with their fans and they're able, and I think the average monetization per fan is like 300 bucks and you can Google this. Um, so now you have a hundred million followers, right? Mm-hmm. 300, $300 per year. You're talking about in terms of just monetization, wow. $3 billion of just actual cash that's going directly to the Kardashians. So, I mean, this is, and, and that's a low number. So this, wow. so this, this, this is definitely a game changer, right? So if that monetization stays where it is right now, you can look it up and say, what's the average, what's the average um, revenue per, follower social media follower I think it's you know somewhere between 280 and 300 dollars now per year per follower so if you're a professional athlete and you have millions of followers right now only way you can monetize on a web too is to have a marketing contract with someone right and say hey I have five million followers okay well we're gonna pay you you know half a million dollars to get access to your followers but what if you keep that monetization to yourself you know, you're talking about one and a half billion dollars that you're keeping. Or yeah, that's even a, keeping that's even
0: a game changer for people that's local superstars. We all know, like kids that's 14, 12, that got yeah. all these followers, they more, yeah. might or might not go to college. Maybe that's not their thing. But now they could like, kind yeah. of mo- monetize that. That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a game changer. So, like, what is the best because it's so hard to find good information on social media. If somebody really wants to get great information on NFTs, like what yeah. I learned about it, like where should they go to find this information? That's unbiased and it's not like Snoop Dogg trying to teach me about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's 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 quite a few mediums. It depends on, like for me, I like I like to read and I also like to listen to podcasts, right? Like, but you have to be careful, like, don't go on Clubhouse, you know, I know a lot of people say go on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Clubhouse, in my opinion, it's not, it's not for me, it might be for someone else, but there's a lot of misinformation, you get mm-hmm. a lot of misinformation from Clubhouse, like a ton. Um, everyone's an expert. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to say that. Yeah. 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 So for me, like, I I, I receive, you know, I'm a, a member of Coindesk, which is great. Um, it's a subscription. You can go to our website um, for, um, for podcasts. I listen to uh, Bankless, which is great. Um, I listen to um, NFT Today. Um, they don't come out with too many episodes, but they have guests on kind of, you know, builders. People are in a space actually building things. Um, and they, you know, they have interviews like this and they talk about, you know directions of what they're building and why they're building it. Um, you know, there's uh, there's one called Milk Road that I really like. It's a little colorful, um, but I think the analysis that they create is, is you know spot on, specifically with the Web three. Um, so, you know, it depends on you know what you like. I like to read. Um, you know if you if you like to listen, if you like to watch, um, Bankless is is you know they're very technical, um, so um, I enjoy it because you know they they really dive into to the technicalities of of the space.
0: And I like to tell people to have a mixture because I feel like the best information, unfortunately, is the unsexy information that you get. They don't have the bells, it the is. whistles, the, they're not doing the TikTok dances and all that stuff. Right. But the ones that just give it to you straight, you can kind of trust them. Like yeah, they might have some alternative thing, but then mm-hmm. yeah, you might want to have it entertained because you want to. You know, you don't want to be boring yeah. 24-7. But just do know, guys, when it's a celebrity or, like you said, clubhouse, anybody's an instant expert, you definitely want to diversify what information is. Because you may listen to somebody and they say something and then someone's so, so completely different. Like, oh, man, that person is wrong. So you just don't want to be stuck on it, man. So, like, what is your number one tip on, I guess, just the average person on this? Should they
1: read up on, on it? Should they try to create their own? yeah yeah i would i would say i I would say this right like for the average person Mm -hmm. um you have to look at crypto you know for what it is like my grandfather used to say you know you have to go where the goats can get it right (laughs) um so you know crypto is a peer-to-peer network right um you know um banks exist uh, they're they're you know they're not antiquated but they're slow, and they exist because um, you know in the earlier days people did not trust each other right they did not trust the transaction you needed a place to secure your your money right and mm-hmm. you needed to make sure that you had this intermediary ensuring that when someone writes you a check or gives you a cashier's check or IOU or some form of coupon that there's actually money there to to be able to pay that, right? So that was the purpose of banks and why they were created. Now, we've outgrown that, Um, you know, 99% of the cash that is in circulation, when we talk about fiat, the currency that's in circulation, um, it's all digital, right? Mm -hmm. So less than 1% is actually physical cash, right? So it's already on a digital ledger. you know, that the banks centralize and control. Um, So what blockchain allows to do is allow for you to eliminate that centralized ledger. It doesn't change anything else. It's just that intermediary and now puts the ledger out in public that's immutable. So now you still operate in a trustless environment, um, but you don't need a bank in between. Hmm. So, and that's what crypto is, right? And with that, that's going to expand significantly the network of people who are, quote unquote, um, able to bank, right? You know, that's why I love the Bankless um, podcast, because, you know, out of 8 billion people in the world, um, less than a quarter of them actually have bank accounts, if you think about that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So now with blockchain, that will allow everyone in the world to actually transact. Um, with each other in a trustless environment. So, and I say that because I think a lot of times we try to understand, you know, the the, the nuts and bolts of the technology, right? But <clears throat> most people don't understand AWS. They don't know how to program AWS. They don't know how, you know, 50-something percent of 48 percent of amazon's revenues is through coding through his aws uh software right and not not the the store but they will still invest in aws i mean excuse me in <laughs> amazon right yeah. um so you 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 have to you know and then and then i mean i can go on for days in this but um you know I I think a lot of times we try to even I'm guilty of it like I went in and tried to teach myself solidity you know when I wanted to understand blockchain I went really down into this this rabbit hole for you know 14 months of trying to teach myself like the technical piece of it Um, but you don't you know and i think an average person doesn't need to do that you need to just look at the value proposition of what blockchain what blockchain offers what crypto offers what nfts offer the smart contracts offer um and then just go from there right um you know i don't yeah. i don't think
0: and i love your explanation because that kind of explains why you know you really gotta you know think about why the banks are saying certain things because your explanation is very dangerous to the bottom line in general. So if a big bank say, oh, it's hard, bro, is this a Ponzi scheme? You got to really think of why they're saying that, Um, <laughs> you know, because a lot of people just see like, oh, all the, I feel like the most general person just sees, okay, Bitcoin is 25, what is 19? But they don't know what the hell is going on with that, except, you know, can they make a profit yeah. or they took a loss? So, <laughs> so guys, it's just like really really look into it and like um jayon said you don't need to be a technical expert 14 months in and get in just just know the basics because that will protect you from you know these kardashians trying to you know sell you a dream yeah. with the stuff and you gotta protect your neck because at the end of the day it's your money so they're yeah. gonna be good it's your money that you're gonna lose uh, so you gotta really take it seriously as if it's like your health or bank
1: and stuff like that right and look, look, the real posy scheme, to be honest, is Wall Street, right? Like, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I'm being real. Like you buy a share in a company, you buy stock in a company, you're not sharing in their profits. They're not writing you a check when they, you know, when they make, when they make income. It's all about what the next guy would pay for that stock option or for that stock price. Right. So it's a complete posy scheme, right? They but take the your money. The media is not going to make it seem that way. <laughs> oh no no no, no that's no. their people that's their friends they people <laughs> yeah that's their people because you know unless you understand how it works then you'll be mm-hmm. like holy crap this is crazy because you know i'll i'll stay with the amazon as an example you know jeff bezos owns what nine percent of amazon 11 percent, somewhere around there mm-hmm. of amazon the other 89 90 is owned by banks right so amazon. they buy the stock and then they package it, and then they sell it to the public, right? And so, um, you know, it's it's all a Ponzi scheme. Like they they buy the IPO, they own a company, they package it into these mutual funds or these other securities, and then they sell it in your Fidelity, your Charles Schwab, you know. That's you know that's what they do, and so. Um, and look, the, the banks are all in Bitcoin and crypto. Oh, yeah, They're just yeah, not yeah. going to pu- publicly say <laughs> it. So, yeah, don't don't fall for the, the okie dope, as we say.
0: Where, <laughs> especially JP Morgan, they, they up, they down, they love it, they hate it. They just make you all confused. It's, it's, it's like yeah, a horrible yeah. ex girlfriend. It's just like, just mess with your mind. But, uh, <laughs> but man, I know <laughs> you want to get out there and enjoy yourself. How can people get a hold of you or learn more about
1: your own company? Yeah, so you can go to Center Block, uh, one word, uh, just, you know, it's spelled just how it sounds. Uh, center Block, like Centerfield chain, one word, dot co. Um, you know, and then from there, um, you, you know, we have information in terms of the athletes that we work with. Um, and then from there, you could go to Proximine, and P R O X I M E dot I O, which is the on ramp. Um, that allows for the public to mint um, mm. their own smart contracts
0: okay i will make sure that they have that information i i know send but i don't have the information for the proxy i just you can you just text me that i put it down there and also guys this guy is very humble if you're on linkedin look at his profile then you're gonna know why i call him the iron man because he got a whole bunch of other stuff um that you may be interested in and um so, you know, this is just one of the things that he's doing. But, man, I hope you enjoy your day. I'm honored that you took the time out to share your knowledge, man. And um, let's keep this going, bro. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right.
1: You have a good one. All right, brother. All you right. too. Yo.